Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great pleasure I direct your attention... Welcome back to The Think Tank, a podcast for life's deeper conversations. Hosted by Ethan Finn and Shay Sanchez, they dive into some of the most compelling topics. Join them as they go deep into The Think Tank. Welcome back to The Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. And I'm your host, Chase. And today on the show, a little bit of late release, uh, we had we had some... Uh, scheduling it errors early yeah, on flake, but uh, flake. we got we got joey no flakes joey panko in the studio today what's going on guys welcome to the podcast uh so joey why don't you uh why don't you tell us about yourself uh i'm a junior at Delaro high um you know i like a lot of things I like lifting with the boys you know <laughs> <laughs> talking about politics and uh we're here to talk about whatever so he also right. likes max Verstappen. If you, oh yeah you know. red bull big max guy Big F one guy. We can touch on that too because you guys were yeah. in Texas uh, together. Same time. Or not like together, but like uh-huh. at the same time. Spiritually, uh, we were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> uh, but dude, what's going on? Like, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like you got you got some stuff to share with us, and and we're here to hear it. So, how's life? Uh, life's good, dude. Just training a lot. You know, schools. It's a heavy load, but you you know you gotta put your head down and get it done. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah. You just grind. Just grind. Dude, that's that's the thing is th- our generation is a bunch of p- Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Like people just need to toughen up because people – I see people all the time at school that like, complain about classes. Like there was a girl in my life skills class today. I'm not going to say her name. But she like walked in class. She's like – she's like, oh, I, t- I totally debated just not coming to school today. She's like, my mom wouldn't let me. Dude, I'm everyone like, does that. Or they dude, just don't show up. You're, you're just not going to show up to school because you don't feel like it. Like, imagine when you get in the real world and it's not just going to school. Like, if that's really the worst of your problems, you, you're you living a cushy life. Or it's yeah. like uh, they got a test day on Friday and, they, you know, they you know they didn't study or they know they're going to fail, so they just don't show up. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like COVID definitely created that culture a lot. It was because that was a time when everyone was just in their homes doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if you guys heard the same, but it's like, you know, strong times create good men, and then those strong and then those strong men create good times, and then good times good create times create, what we're in create right hard now. times. Hard times create strong men. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the thing. Well, and I can speak for myself too personally because I definitely experienced this. Like you know, back we were doing like the hybrid thing, where it's like some days online, some days at school. Yeah. Like I would come into school on all the days that I didn't have a test, and the days I had a test, I'd be online because I knew it was easier, and and that is that's so beta. It's just like a mindset. It's like yeah, like know, just tough it out, bro. Yeah, because if you mess up, like you mess up, but like yeah. there's always that next test. There's always that next mm-hmm. assignment. There's always like that next person you can talk to to like mm-hmm. get stuff done. Yeah, you. But can, it's there's like, always another day. But it's like people are afraid of seeing like that F or like yeah. that D, and then they'll be like, oh well, I can't mess up, even though I'm not learning anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going on Safari and looking up. Okay, what's this and this and this? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think societal pressure, but also parents too. They they put like grades as such 
yeah an important part of your life and i know people that like they're not allowed to play sports they can't drive they can't hang out with their friend if they don't get like straight A's. i feel it's like different for parents like there's there's some parents that really do care oh, yeah. and usually those are the parents that like i don't know some parents i know that went to college are like oh dude like you know grades aren't everything like i didn't expect college to be like you know this madhouse where nobody does their schoolwork and they go to party and then like they're like oh we have an essay i'll just go to go to class and half ass and i'll get like a c yeah it's like no we party we party and some people don't do that obviously like there's legit reasons for college Mm. but like then there's parents that didn't go and you know made their money by uh working their way up in like a business or like something like that like entrepreneurship So, and then they'll be like, oh, dude, just put your head down and, you know, if you get a C, that's fine, but make sure you got a backup plan. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, and that's that's what's nice about school is that literally, one, you're a minor for most of high school, for most of us, right? So, mistakes are bound to happen, but, like, the repercussions are pretty slim, mm-hmm. right? But the second thing is that if you mess up or something doesn't go right, like, you literally just have another day to fix it. In the real world, like that's not always the case. Like you can mess up in the real world and like, it can like seriously affect you in a negative way. But for the most part, when you're a kid, like that's just not the case. And I don't know. People don't realize that. Well, cause as kids, we want to be like others. Like there's always like a hierarchy of like kids that you want to be like, but as (laughs) you like, but obviously I'm not grown up, but I've seen grownups who are like, dude, if like, if you're chasing that in high school, like you're just, you're messing up Mm -hmm. because once you get in the real world, like those friends, like those tight dudes that you knew, they're going to be gone. Those girls that you used to look at in class, they're going to be gone, and you're just going to be on your own. Yeah. And there's no one to look at. The whole, like, social hierarchy just... Yeah. It just disappears after high school. There are so many people, and they they think they're at the top of the food chain because they're they're popular, they're cool, they Mm -hmm. think, you know, everyone likes them, they're getting girls, they're student section leaders i think it's, i think it's, I think it's right? cool like you oh know, sure like, no, no. live your life yeah like that's fun but like they make that their priority but, uh, no yeah. it's the thing is it's is making that like your like life like making that your like personality type. yeah like that's like who you are yeah like your identity is wrapped up in the how people perceive you at school like ethan plays basketball but basketball doesn't define ethan you know yeah i don't or I, as like some people not. that so for sports some that does for some people yeah. like they are football like mm-hmm. they are high school football, they are high school basketball, exactly. and it's like when they graduate, when they don't have that, then it's like they don't have their identity. Well, it is hard because basketball is like all I do for my like. People ask me what your hobbies are, and I guess podcasting. But realistically, all I all I do besides that in my free time is play basketball. And so when I'm not play, if I when that day does come where I no longer play for a team, like it's gonna be tough for me to fill that void. But I like, guess. but you'll like carry those traits that you learn from basketball, like hard work, teamwork, yeah, and like you know how to perform under pressure. Like those are good traits to learn from basketball. Mm-hmm. But you're not gonna to go to a college and be like, oh yeah, I was like the star player of yeah. my high school. Like, oh, I, I dropped this many points like, this I, one yeah, night. Yeah, exactly. Guess, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, dude, like nobody cares. Right. Like it's you're in college now. There's like that's yeah. There's like forty thousand kids that go here, and you're yeah. just one of them. So, like, you know. Well, that's what I realized um, kind of, like, thinking about wanting to play basketball in college. I did have a few schools that were interested, um, but then I didn't want to go to the schools. Like, I didn't really like the schools. They were yeah. they were mid-schools, really. Mid, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, I'm trying to be a lawyer. It's going to be a lot of work. If I'm playing basketball, it's going to, like, consume my entire college. 
that's going to be the whole four years. I, f- I feel bad for those college athletes. Yeah. And, like, well, that's fine. It's if, like, crazy if you're passionate and that's really what you want to do and you want to yeah. take that as far as you can. But like for me, I knew that obviously I'm not trying to play in the NBA. So even if I were to play at like a D2 or a D3 school and be a bench player, like realistically when I get in the real world, they're not going to be like, oh, what sports did you play in college? They don't care about that. Co- like Companies don't care about that. Yeah. They, most of the time, they don't even care about where, what school you went to. And this is the mm-hmm. thing for for everyone who wants to go Ivy League and think that that's yeah. going to make a difference. They only want to know what degree you have. It's and it's and they, and they, and they don't they even don't, care. It goes as far as sometimes like it doesn't even matter. Like you have to get like all straight A's in those classes. Oh, yeah. Like no. it's like if you have the degree, yeah, it's you're good. And my my dad was saying because like obviously he's a insurance guy and he he uh, went to Boulder and got a degree in business and stuff. And he was he says that most of the time like when employers are trying to hire you. A lot of the time, they don't even ask what the degree is. If you have a degree and like you show that you're qualified to do X, Y, or Z, like that's really the bare minimum. Because the college system is just so messed, messed up. up. Yeah. Like, I know, like I know, like some like top level schools, and I get like I get like letters from them all the time. They don't want me because like my grades. Mm-hmm. They want me because I come from like a well off family, and they want money. Yeah money's like their top thing like if you think they think you're something special because your gpa is like i don't know like a 3.8 4.0 4.2 whatever it's like there's so many other kids in the u.s yeah that have that same gpa but you have the money so you have a higher chance of getting into here other than some kid you know that you know doesn't have as much money he doesn't Mm -hmm. his family doesn't really prioritize their college or whatever so that's it's just crazy. Yeah, it is. And that it's it's a fairly new thing like in the last like 50, 60 years because people the like the middle class grew and people started having more money. Like it became a thing where it's like our kids we're sending our kids to college. Yeah, yeah. It's right? like a stigma. Yeah. It's like you have to. And and before that, like college was really only for like the super wealthy and like if you did go to college, like it was very few like people and so most people just went into the workforce and went to their career. But now, because we live in such a comfortable lifestyle, like, you don't even really need to have a career to, like, live. You can just live off the government. And it's like parents will push it for, like, the dumbest reasons. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of parents, they won't admit this, but they'll be like, oh, yeah, my kid goes to so-and-so. Yeah, it's They live through their kids. Because yeah. it's like a social thing. Like, oh, like, Becky, her son goes to so-and-so. Yeah. It's like, but my son's going so that's to Harvard. So, yeah. so, I'm, like, so my plan is to go to Sierra for two years for free and transfer and the looks I get from people's faces when I say I'm going to Sierra yeah. is ridiculous dude well, that's how like it was my brother they look at Sierra you too. like you're some like dumb like idiot it's like no I'm smarter than all of you guys that right. are like don't even know what you want to do and you're going to waste all this money yeah well because the college. reality is for the first two years of college it's basically the same education no matter where you go you're doing your general ed general ed so yeah. you're getting the same classes the same math yeah, the same English like- same science Mostly, unless um, you're going to be like a, you know, specific, like a physicist yeah, yeah. or you have to take like a bunch more math. But like, basically, like most of those classes are the same. So if you go to, if you go to community college or you take advantage of like dual enrollment in high school, like that's like, a, that's, that's money. And then you can just get a taste. Yeah. It's like, okay, do I really want to go to college? Like, do I really yeah. want to like keep doing the school stuff or do I just want to like put my feet in the fire and go in the real world and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Worst case scenario, you get out, right? And it's like, oh, like I don't want to do this. I was thinking about doing this. I don't want to do it anymore. Or like your priorities change. Well, 
it was free and now you have your G's at least done. So it's like, what did you really lose? Time yeah. maybe, but like, I mean, you it's it's probably worth the not well now you know right and yeah. you have the experience and the the GE to go with it. Yeah, and, and it's so easy to make money these days. Oh yeah, it's, it's so easier than ever. Easy. You can just do it from your phone. Like you can wake up in the morning. Yeah. Spend a few hours like doing like stuff on your like literally just from your phone. Like the internet is so powerful. Like you can literally learn something about a topic by just looking up like a simple term, mm-hmm. and then you just you read you read you read you read you read, and then you're like okay, I like this. Like I want to learn more about it, and then you go yeah. to an employer and you show that you're intelligent, you're more likely gonna be hired. It's just simple as that. Yeah. Tell me about NFTs are. What? So tell learn what NFTs oh. are. <laughs> yeah. Billy's been getting into that. I've been trying to get in thinking about getting into it too. I I think it's risky. It's I think that's it's 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 pretty risky. Like I don't know. I think you need you explain like really what an NFT is because it's to me it's a so little confusing. It stands for like non fungible or f- non something token, right? And basically, yeah. like it's uh it's almost like a like a ticket or like a card, right? So you can you anyone can pretty much create their own NFT. I don't know like how to do it personally because. You have to do it on some it sure, cool. some app or some software. Yeah. Some I don't cool. know. I like I couldn't tell you exactly how to create them, but you anyone can create one for for free. Really, I mean, it doesn't. I don't know what you would need to to buy it to create one, but basically you can create this this card, right? That some of them are called like the Meta Card, or there's a bunch of different names for them, right? But essentially, I can create my NFT. Let's say we have Think Tank Podcast NFT, right? We create this NFT. We can put if we want ten thousand of them, if we want just two of them, or whatever number you want, right? And with that NFT, it's all through. Um, well, not all of it, but like ninety nine percent of it is through Ethereum, which is another. Um, what's it called? Crypto. Crypto, yeah. just like Bitcoin, whatever. It's just not as popular one. It's probably like I think it's the second most popular. So it's all ran through that, like call it like the blockchain, and that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing that, like, confuses a lot of people, but. You can create this. We have this think tank NFT. We let's say we create five hundred of them. Well, um, with the NFT, that alone probably doesn't have very much value. I mean, that's kind of useless. Like, why would you want to buy just a picture essentially? Because that's kind of all what it is. Mm-hmm. But what gives it value is me, the owner. I can like add something to the NFT, right? Like, whoever owns this NFT gets can come on to the podcast or like let's say we have like an audience a live audience they have access to our live audience um oh if you like, own this yeah, nft yeah. or then like put us another example like let's say a celebrity right so it, it's basically like subscribing to like it's a, a it's like a yeah it's like it's like buying a ticket right and that's why people are saying this is going to be used for the reason people are saying it's going to be huge is because like, like you know how you buy tickets to go to the nba game right yeah you can just buy an nft for 50 bucks and whoever holds this nft gets section a or c23 right and the reason why they do that is because with the nfts there's no way you can possibly copy it steal it or like or like kind of mess with it all like because it's with the blockchain so like it it's you it can prove that you own it and like no one can steal it from you which is why it kind of has like that power to it because if like you bought, I don't know, if you have, like, a ticket, right, you could lose it or 
whatever. But if it's through the blockchain, there's mm-hmm. no way someone can steal it from you. There's no way like you can really lose it. It's mm-hmm. like it's like there. So I mean that's kind of what gives it the the purpose and value. There's a bunch of useless ones out there like that are all jokes. That's and what I think. They that's think. what that's what kind yeah. of like gets gives the bad like the bad taste to it because there's a bunch of useless ones out there that are literally just pictures and you people spend tens of thousands of dollars on it for a picture and it comes with nothing. But then there's also ones that are like, then there's the celebrities that just use it for quick cash or they make their own NFT with no perks again, right? And they sell off. But people 10, buy it because it's like, oh, buy Miley Cyrus NFT. I'm exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I know Nelk Boys created their NFT. It's called a full send NFT. There's 10,000 ones. But what, what they're doing with theirs is if you have, if you hold one of their NFTs, you have access to come to like a, a full send club, which is like a place they, they build, they're building a bunch of clubs. And you you can like, so they're, enter they're their club. so like they're taking like what's a popular thing to do right now, which is like get NFTs, and then they're telling them oh get this NFT and then you will have like full send whatever it's like a website right where you can see like behind the scenes oh, stuff so, yeah so they also have like a full send they haven't made an NFT for it but like you I mean that they don't have, I mean they haven't made an NFT but basically what they did now is like they're creating clubs like these like nightclubs uh like. I don't know. I haven't like I wasn't. I didn't buy one, so I didn't like really look into it. See, I just think. But women, it's like a real yeah. place, like a place you can go, but only people that hold their their NFT can go. So it's like an exclusive thing for them. Hmm. I, I just feel like when something gets like that complicated, because I know Gary, like Gary V, like you guys obviously know Gary V. He's like the, like the spokesperson for NFTs right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And he's like he's basically saying. It's ninety nine percent BS, but that one percent is like it's there. Well, the like one the per- ticket thing yeah. is like the one percent is gonna be like the tickets, like the ticket access to the like tickets NBA. It, it just sounds like, like a lot of like work. Exactly, it's, it's like a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. Because think about it this way: anyone with money, anyone with just money can do that. It's just like extra steps. It's like it's like being rich with extra steps like like yeah like would you rather like create an account for ethereum and then go in and then try to find an nft for like <laughs> let's say like a sports well, game well i think it's a lot of work now what i'm saying like in the future it, it'll probably be pretty popular but but like, these something, nfts yeah. are really expensive and right? i've seen some oh they're ridiculous some are ridiculous yeah. and like i saw if i want to if i want to go like vip six, at an nba game all i have go. to do is either be famous or have money that's it. Or just buy the ticket where the website is. Yeah, Boom. there you go. Like, well, it's not even. <laughs> I mean, so I feel like the only time it's really, it's really like I guess worth it, is if is if you're a specific like think tank podcast, right? If you buy our NFT, you're gonna get access to exclusive content that no one else can get. You're gonna come in studio. You're gonna be able to be on the show, whatever, right? But then again, I wouldn't use an NFT for that. I would just have like we already have on Anchor where you can subscribe. For like different like Patreon, yeah, but then, right? like a dollar a month club, two dollar month club. It's like club. in the blockchain; it's one hundred percent like safe, and no one can steal your. But no one can steal this either, or, like, right? I mean, if you, I, mean if, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not, I'm just saying what. Uh, the I don't know. I think it's risky because I, I just don't think I don't. I think it's very risky. I just don't think it's. I, don't, I think I don't it's. Know. I think it's here to stay. I can't really see it like completely going away. I think it's a fad. But I don't know. I just. I At think least... it's popular with like the frat bros in college. We were like, we were like, dude, these NFTs are like so cool, bro. I just I like, I don't want to call it quits now because everyone said about Bitcoin and like. All yeah, that but stuff crypto, too. crypto could be on the decline because there's uncertainty on whether the federal government's going to try and regulate it as they, currently. Which they will. They regulate. They'll, they'll try. Exactly. Sure. Well, anything the government gets its hands on, they will. 
Well, that's the thing sure. because it's not it's not regulated by the Federal Reserve, not so really really, there's no yeah, inflation yeah. on it. There's right? a lot of things the government's no, not. They can't have inflation. But the thing <laughs> is, that obviously, the federal government doesn't want that because they want you to use their fiat money, and they'll do anything they can to do it. So their Ethereum was up, but I think this week the like most of the cryptos were down because of that uncertainty because they're not sure. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think but, Ethereum's at like three grand right now, or they're creating. An Ethereum 2.0, which is for only NFTs. So I don't mm. really know how that works. That's uh, just what I've heard. Uh, it's, it's like it's, a it's lot weird. of searching and a lot of... It's a lot, what is this? It's outside of my It's really hard to understand. Expertise. And like, you just have to like... It's not something you can like really Google and figure out in five minutes. It's like you really have to research it and understand yeah. it. Well, because, that's the same like, with like Bitcoin miners. It's oh, crazy. I, yeah. The people that like mine Bitcoin... Like, they have monitors that are, like, the size of this room and, like, just computers that are constantly just looking for them. Yeah. But it's dumb because it's not, like, this is what I was trying to tell you and Billy, like, a month ago or whatever, right? The problem with cryptos is that it literally has no value other than a number that some random dude in his basement put on it, right? And that's the problem with government money. Unless it comes with that, unless it has, that's what I'm saying. Well, NFT, yes, but, like, cryptos just as a whole, it's it's not backed by anything. So I could just, I could place a value on a cryptocurrency called Ethan bucks and it could be, it's worth a billion dollars yeah, but just for one. Buy it? No, but it doesn't matter if it's popular, people will buy it. That's, that's the same thing. The, the, that's the problem with the currency, like just American money, right? Is it used to be backed by gold. So a dollar in real money was a dollar in gold, but we got rid of the gold standard. We were not on the gold standard anymore because yep. socialism. And so, now it's just the government. That's why we have inflation because the government just prints money all they want, and it's not backed by anything. In the it's U.S. Just, right now is like, I mean, they are like the world's bank, whether you like it much. or not. Yeah. So like, once they lose that currency, and the like, the U.S. isn't number one in uh, like currency and stuff like that. It's gonna be crazy what the market does. It's gonna be nuts. Dude, which, is why, of, like, which is why, which is why NFTs like. and crypto have potential, but it's like. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, there's not, yeah. I th- like, I, yeah, I don't know. It's too, like, complicated. It's very, it's very new. So, like, you can't really predict, I think, and like it's fed- go And, like, federal governments are already, like, even China's trying to China, make crypto. China, I think, already did. I think, didn't China already regulate crypto? They so regulated it's like, crypto. I don't know. I, I think I, I don't know how you do did. that. I, I really don't know how you Well, they just it. take control over it so that... But how do you, like, take control over it? Well, like, you, you can't you, use you, crypto you, at, you, like, a... Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. have a free market which the U.S. could head that direction. Like, China, they're already a communist nation, so uh-huh. they can do what they want because they say so. And the federal government, if they were allowed the freedom to do so, they would do that. It's, 100%. like, a very commercialized, like, like their, like, economy is very commercialized. Like, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of, like, enterprises there and, you know, whatever. But their government is able to take control of all of it. Right. That's that's the thing about China, instance. which is kind of genius, but it's also pretty evil. Is China was like in, like, extreme poverty for the longest time because their government is communist, so the people don't get Nixon. anything. Right. But then they started like in the eighties ish and nineties. They started like trading with. They opened their economy and started mm-hmm. to trade with other com- countries, and that's what brought them out of poverty, but not completely. Right, so it created it created like more wealth in China. However, the government was like, "Yeah, we're gonna do this, but rather than allow people to engage in that economy, we're gonna control the economy. So we're gonna do business with other other countries. We're gonna be capitalist in trade. We're gonna trade with America, 
but we're going to control it all. So all the money doesn't go into the Chinese economy. It just goes to the Chinese Communist Party. Mm, and wow. so it's kind of a loophole, I guess. Of, so like capitalism helped bring them out of poverty, but it's still communist. And Which, so when you got when you got a country with that many people, like how do you not regulate stuff? Like you, oh like, yeah, you have well, to. The same with like Russia. <laughs> Russia is to. so big, dude. They don't have as many people, but like Russia is huge. Yeah. So I don't know. Which is why like it even bigger. It, yeah. <laughs> like us in America, like we're privileged. Like oh, we yeah. are so privileged. But we do have like our population density is a lot. Like we for how technically I mean I guess America is large landmass in comparison is, to like, to, like England or like Poland, but like we have a lot of people here, especially in California. The population density here is nuts. Well, because I mean, yeah. Well. But we are also kind of blessed geographically because, <laughs> like, if if we were in Europe, it's a moat. It's yeah, literally like, a moat. We're just we're we're surrounded. Like, mm-hmm. what are Mexico and Canada gonna do to us? No. Yeah. So if someone wants to like hurt us, they have to like go across the pond. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Crypto, dude. <laughs> Crypto. I think this next. I think these next twenty years. I mean, American Crucial. culture is going to change. A Definitely. Big time. That's what I, Jack was saying last week. You know, it's like these are these are a crucial. This is a crucial time period because it's like make or break. I think America is going to go. It's going to go either one way or another. It's bad with us. But even, like, the younger kids, it's like my 8-year-old brother is saying stuff that I've never heard before. Oh, yeah. Like, he is, like, and it's all from it's all from TikTok, YouTube. Degenerate. And, like, and he's, yeah, degenerate. Like, he shouldn't, his eyes should not be on a screen for 10 hours a day. Yeah. It's, like, what we used to do. Like, obviously, we grew up and, like, phones were starting to come out. But, like... Not every not every eight year old had a, like a phone. I don't think any. I don't no. think phones were really. I got a phone in seventh grade. I got one in sixth grade. I think grade. middle school was the first time like our our gener like I mean not our generation but our kind of like group really like kind of got phones. I feel like up to that, it was a few. Lived, we kind of lived a life without yeah. really like. That I had kind. an iPod Touch, but like couldn't really use it without. I, Wi-Fi. I had an iPad, and it was yeah. only for you know, and it was my dad's iPad. You couldn't yeah. use it all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so we're if we're like really the last of the last to know what life was like without I mean the technology was there so you can't say fully but like we I don't think we were really on it. So like you can kind of say we were like the, the like literally the last year almost to like know what it's like to not be surrounded yeah. by cell phones and stuff the whole time. Which is like kind of a big deal. It I think it is for sure. My even like my mom she never wanted us to like watch like excessive amounts of TV because like it just wasn't good for you like developing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like most of the time, like my fondest memories of my childhood were like in the pool or like yep. outside like playing with my brother or like something like that. Exactly. You know, we didn't, we, it wasn't like technology all the time. And it wasn't like every time you went somewhere for like a special occasion, you had to make a TikTok to like yeah. show people you're doing something something i mean and it's cool to make tiktoks like obviously it's fun it's kind of fun yeah but if you're sitting on tiktok scrolling for six hours a day like the amount of stuff you see that just like conflicts with your mind mm-hmm. it's like crazy yeah it makes people kind of like zombies crazy like, you know yeah well, like yeah people start like talking like out their neck right because they saw some <laughs> stuff on tiktok frank just talking about that, talking about that neck, neck. Dude. talking about <laughs> like, that right. neck man 
Yeah. No, I and I, I think I think it social media and just like phones and everything have have really brought a mental health decline to everybody. For sure. Even if you're not like depressed or like suicidal cuz like most people aren't. But like it's definitely I think if I lived with completely without technology, I'd probably be a lot happier or a lot and, better. And as a society, like we baby it. Like we're like, yeah. oh, you're fine. Like just keep doing that. But like yeah. you know, make sure you eat a little. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, dude. Like, get off your ass. Go do something. Like, yeah. go go to the gym. Play a sport. Play an instrument. Look away from the screen. Yeah, something that stimulates your brain rather than just like you consume. Without mm-hmm. like, start with an hour, not looking at your phone, and then gradually keep going. Build like you know, keep building discipline. Yeah. But it's yeah. like now we're like. Oh, like it's it's fine. Like do whatever you want. So you're how much your mind like thinks. It's like come when on. You're not on your phone. Like sometimes yeah. I'll just like, um, like eat dinner. I mean not eat dinner. Eat lunch on the weekends. Like by myself, without like no phone, no technology, no nothing, and like just like think the whole time. Like while I'm, when I'm while I'm eating. Yeah. And it's like, there's so many different like ideas and so many different thoughts. Yeah. Like, the creativity is yeah. insane. It's like wow. Yeah. Like I saw an interesting. Uh, an interesting thing, funnily enough, I think it was on TikTok, but it was about it was about phone addiction and how to how to stop it. Right? It's um, if you're like trying to do work or you're trying to like do some homework or whatever, and you just can't get off your phone, then put it. There's like a box you can buy, and it's a locked box and you, a timer on it. There's no way to open it except for when the timer runs out. So you set the timer for however long you need to do your work, and if like the only way to open it, if you really like open it, is to like break it, mm-hmm. and so you put your phone in there and then set your timer for an hour or whatever. See, I would never do and that. Then, yeah. Well, but then the thing is like, calls you yeah, and it's like an emergency or something. Okay. I'm going to be like, Oh, well, this, I guess so. This box was but, in my way. But like, like, it's a good way to show if you are actually like addicted yeah. because if you are seriously that addicted that you can't go without your phone for like pleasure reasons or whatever, like not, it's not like that, <laughs> but like, that. You know, for, for, your, that. for your, for your, <laughs> for your own, for your own desires, I guess, right? Like, then that's a problem. Then you have an addiction. I, I Yeah, so get rid of your phone, man. Throw it away. Yeah. Burn it. Just do something, dude. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be If you're be listening online. on your phone, finish this episode, go watch, like, listen to three others, then destroy your phone. Yeah, I know. I love how, like, we're on a podcast, which, like, it's a good idea. wouldn't exist without the internet. <laughs> talking about how the internet sucks. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. We're talking about how addiction sucks. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone gets addicted to something, and it's not a phone for everyone. Everything but. is good in moderation, besides, like, crack, obviously, or, like, heroin. I mean, but, like, pretty because, like, we have these, like, creative thoughts because, like, we're able to, you know, a lot of information is being fed to us, like, yeah. every single day. All the time. And it's, like, you know, back then, in, like, the 50s and 60s, is like, oh, like, you know, go to the military, get out, and then go work you know a regular job have two kids a wife and you're good but now it's like oh i want to do so much other stuff like i have all these big plans and like i'm gonna do it on my own it's just way more like complex now it's not like there's a one route you know yeah there's like 80 routes yeah there's a but people don't i don't know people are lazy back to the beginning people are lazy it starts from the beginning and we have like in society today, we just we just like tell everyone to accept everything. We like if you're addicted to your phone, if you're addicted to pornography, just accept it. That's who they are. They like it. 
why why are you trying to like why are you trying to control their life? Let them live. It's like no, there there are some things that are like objectively harmful, and we we're just told not Porn to call is out like a big one. Yeah, pornography is a huge like just killer of everything. Like the stuff that it does, like people try to make the testosterone argument. It's like no, it's not even yeah, testosterone, it, dude. <laughs> it's like it's a mood killer. Yeah. You feel less confident. You feel like you can't talk to women or mm-hmm. guys or whatever. Gives it's you like, a false sense of what women are and what women want. Exactly. And it also yeah. gives you a false sense of what that action like looks like. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like no, you're not going there just to do this and this and this. It's like right. no, it's an intimate relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's so it's like treated so casually and you know, a bunch of people that like sleep around or whatever, like you can ask them, they'll tell you that they don't have any connection to them, but they do. Like yeah. Every, like if you had sex with someone you're like there's going to be a part of you that's like that's like still either thinking about that or like that you can never get back again yeah you know there's like an that's an emotional connection and uh it's like i don't know it's it's, it's just so careless nowadays hey man it feels good dude just do whatever you want like it's horrible whatever whatever feels good man just keep <laughs> doing it yeah you know what boost testosterone go to the gym like literally that that's a much better alternative <laughs> what did you i i saw an interesting thing from a guy actually who graduated delaware last year and he's he's like he actually again back to tiktok he posted on tiktok because he's like he's like i'm gonna give you guys some steps on like how to basically be an alpha right like what's his name caleb caleb you know goes caleb. to i i've talked no to caleb. caleb yeah i've talked to caleb so many times i love his TikTok. he's great ironically yeah. and he <laughs> and he posted on, he's like posting these videos like um and the first one, which is something that I am bad at, but it's like, he's like, you know, girls are great, but they're also a distraction. The first thing you should do is delete every girl on your social media who you don't know personally, unless they're like a, like an influencer, like you're, you're getting information from them or whatever. Like if it's just Man, random yeah. girls, like, if it's just random girls, you add on Snapchat or whatever, yeah. you're just like, you don't even know them. Like realistically, like why are you talking to them? And that can go for guys too, like just random people on your phone that you don't even really know. Like, what's the point? You're not you're not actually bettering yourself. The only reason that you would have like random girls and and I, I'm I'm guilty of this, right? Like, I have random people, like not random, but like we all are friend of a friend or like mutual, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you really getting out of that? The only the only reason that you would want them is because you think they're attractive, or. I mean, I can't. Or it's like a flex that you're snapping someone. Yeah, or like, yeah, look at how many people I have. Even though, like, you're just like a random dude that they send streaks to. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, Literally, yeah. Well, and they're thinking the same thing too. Like, you're just another number. Yeah, like your snap score goes up. Like, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like who actually like. Once you get in real life, though, like you're not saying a word. You're like, right? What's up? Yeah, dude, that's so true. Yeah. Never start a relationship or a friendship over the phone, Mm -hmm. ever. It's so bad. It's so bad. Why is that, like, a thing, though? Like, why are you, like, so scared to, like, talk to someone in person? Like, catfishing, bro. (laughs) Catfishing. Yeah. Literally. It's it's because, honestly, like, even if you're not using, like, a filter or whatever, if you're just, like, you can take any photo, like, angle that you want on Snapchat. So you're going to do it to take the best angle of yourself or, like, the way, like, the position that you look, I don't, this sounds really weird, but you know what I'm saying. And I was like, tripping over this, because I was talking to someone from Rockland, and, like, we were snapping, and we met up, 
uh, with Riley, Riley Neal. What? Was it awkward? No, it wasn't awkward for me, but, like, I could tell it was awkward for her. But then, like, once we, like, were, like, kept talking and talking, it just got, like, gradually better. We're not talking now, but, like, it was getting, (laughs) it was getting better. It was good. It was getting better. So, like, I just think it takes, like, some getting used to, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's scary for, like, the first minute you, like, walk up to someone. Well, yeah. I admit that 100%. Yeah. I've been there. It's it's awkward because you don't know what they sound like unless you've like sent videos. You don't know what they fully look like. Yeah, you really don't know who they are just by like their pictures on social media or like whatever. And so I don't know. It also it again it just, it just creates it just creates like people being too shy or like too scared to sit out. If you like someone, do not be afraid. You're just like, hey, like you want to go out with me? Or you whatever. got one life, dude. Like it's just not worth it. You're gonna look back and be like, dang. She liked me. I didn't even know it. But the problem is, is, like, if you even, like, I, I know this is different for some guys, but, like, some guys that, like, aren't up there and they, like, try to ask someone that's, like, yeah. up in the, high, like, hierarchy or whatever, like, that person would be like, oh, this, like, random yeah, kid just weird. asked me out. Like, yeah. he's, he's really weird. They're like, oh, really? Yeah, that's And then that's you, don't, true. you don't get looked at the same, so it's like. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I guess people just need to not be afraid of that. I know it's hard because, I mean. I catch myself too. I, I've tried I, Chase and I, especially the last like year or two, we've just like not given an F about yeah. anything. I mean, you know, we care about stuff, but like mm-hmm. we oh, don't care about people. You're pulling, Ethan. I see your I see your TikTok comments. Ah. All right, all right. Couple of rockets in there. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came up to me and asked me about one of them in particular. Uh-huh. Oh he, yeah, I did. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you pulling? I'm like, nah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I saw it too, and I, I was like, no, no way. I can't, I can't stoop that low. No I'm a senior. It can't no happen. Way. Just can't. Hey, man, you never know. It's true. Yeah. I mean, you never nothing, know. Nothing, but Nothing matters, eh? <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> there was nothing there. It said liked by creator on it. Uh, I like it. I like it. Hated by creator, too? No. Think take pot, everyone. <laughs> no, I like your comments, too. Don't mean nothing. That's facts. That's facts. But no, like he got mad because the only comments I get is from dudes. They'll be like, "Nice lift, bro." They'll be like, like "Bro, you lift? You jacked? What kind of pre-workout do you take?" I mean, the pressure you're posting though. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I actually saw a TikTok of this guy, and he's like, he's like me thinking that working out is gonna get me more girls and stuff, and all it gets is just it people asking dudes. about my routine. Yeah. If you guys like my DMs right now, is literally just dudes like asking. Like, what do you do? Yeah, like, what's your... Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I screenshotted someone's uh, um, someone's cycle because I was like, I, I need I need a better one. Because usually when I go when I go into the gym, it's like, I don't do... I, I'm not consistent. Like a on, routine? Like, yeah, it's I don't bad. Have I'll do the same thing. Like, I'll have the same workouts for, like, I use for, like, four months. I was like, all right, I got to do something new to, like, switch it up. Yeah. It takes discipline, man. Training yeah. is just... It's not as simple as everyone, like, thinks. Oh, I thought it was. I literally thought, just go work out. And there's, like, so much more, like, diet, sleep. Like Yeah. No, sleep is a big one. Like, how you sleep, work out, too. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know, like, Sleep that. and diet is, like, the real battle. Mm-hmm. Especially if you, like, schooling, too. And if you procrastinate, like, me a lot, because I procrastinate. It's, like, crazy. Like, I'll be, sitting up, I'll be sitting up at, like, 12 doing homework. And then that's only, like, I have to wake up at 6. Mm. So that's not a lot of sleep, but it's, it's like the right amount. It's like, if I go any below, I'm not going to see that gain at all. Right. And if my diet is bad, 
you're not going to see anything. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be you're not going to gain muscle by eating a hamburger and fries. That hamburger has protein, it has carbs, but you have to eat a certain amount of carbs, protein, and fats with micronutrients. So it's a lot. It's it's a lot the to think about. The diet's thing for me cuz I'll get lazy, you know. It's like Dude, I just eat protein. I, I <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like I'll just have a, like a twenty gram thing of protein yogurt. I'm but like, it gets that muscle milk too. I always drink the muscle, muscle milk. Too. I mean, I, people hate on it, but it's like they dude, do, bro. It's easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of expensive, but what are you gonna do? Do you guys like um? Do you, do you guys do like it the whole? So good, dude. Do you guys do like the whole pre workout and stuff? No, I used to do pre workout, but do I take pre? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, I'm like, gonna just say my thoughts on this first. Yeah, yeah, I probably agree with you. I I took pre workout, dude. It did not do a thing. In fact, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest. The times I did take pre workout, I was weaker. I could not put up the same weight that I was when I. I don't was get that. Yeah. I just don't think it helps unless you take like. A I think it's a amount. complete mental thing. I think it is too. And it's Mind done matter. nothing for me. And people say you're not taking the right thing. I took three scoops of 450. Did not feel a thing. It's well, because some people have, especially with caffeine, the people have different tolerances. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I'm taking like 1,200 milligrams of caffeine right now. I'm gonna kill myself. I 1.2 grams, Chase? No, 1,200. No, 1,200. 1,200. And I did not feel a thing. I was like, I'm literally gonna get a heart attack if I take more than this. Like, and it just, it just doesn't work for me. It's, I don't know, I don't like it. Well, yeah, cause, yeah, cause like some people, like little kids. They'll be like, oh, you know, parents will be like, no, you don't want to have soda because mm-hmm. the caffeine's not good for you. But it's like some people just don't get affected by it. I've so. like I've done like a lot of research on like pre workout and stuff like that, and like there's this guy on the internet, like you guys probably know him. It's like Derek more plates more dates. Yeah, yeah I used to sure. watch him like, so much. The dude with like the boulder shoulders, uh-huh. he's just like this Chad, but uh-huh. he's like a scientist or something. Like he's, he's he's cool. It's like and, the Mister Heath. And like his his pre workout company, like Gorilla Mode. It's, like, the stuff that, like, the doses that he has in there, like, it works. Like, it, I can tell you firsthand. And, like, not so much, like, the caffeine, but, like, the focus and, like, the blood flow. Like, what those things do to get, like, your blood flowing, it's crazy. And my workouts, obviously, don't take pre-workout before every workout. Like, just take, like, a scoop or, like, two scoops. If, like, you know, you had, like, a long day, you're tired, but, like... You shouldn't have to rely on it. But when, like, it kicks in, it's crazy. I Maybe I just haven't taken enough of it. I also, I when, I, too, when I was taking pre-workout, it was, like, the bottom of the line. It was, like, C4. C4's terrible. Yeah. It's so bad. It's so not good for thing you too, either, though, it's, like, I got, like, so much of a pump when I did it. Like, it, it felt like I didn't like it. It was, like, uncomfortable. Because, like, my chest felt, like, massive. That's because you like, took 1,200 grams, bro. I was, bro. like, what bro, are you this, doing? like, feels weird. <laughs> I like the the pump is like one of the greatest feelings on earth. Like there's like Makes you that, feel big. Like that skin, you feel you feel so big. Like man. that skin tight feeling. I always like, what I like to do is I wear my jacket and a shirt and I'll go get like everything fully pumped up like a pump and then like take it off and you're like, "Oh yeah. Free the guns." Uh-huh. <laughs> but then like, you know, that 10 minutes of pump when it goes away and that perfect lighting goes away and, and you're in small. the real world, you feel small. Yeah. And that's just, like, with social media. Everything looks, like, so glammy and, like, you know, I want to be this person. 
But then when you see them without that perfect lighting, without all that makeup on their face, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Dude, I hate makeup. I hate makeup so much. I, I wish all girls just didn't wear makeup. So, because like guys, when you see a guy in the real world, most of the time, unless he's, I don't know, unless he's doing some, like, I don't know, some crazy cosmetics. Like that's just what he looks like. Yeah. Like all the time. Just take care of your yeah. skin. His his hair might be different, but like you know, because it's like styled or whatever. But like girls are always wearing like I feel like a lot of girls wear so much makeup. It's like you really don't know what they truly look like. I saw this TikTok. This this guy was like, he's like, hey, when you when you go on a first date with a girl, make sure that there's like swimming involved so you can see what she looks mm-hmm. like without makeup. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Like if if a lot of girls take off their makeup, like they look different. You're gonna see a different person. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. Like no one should have to feel like they have to wear that much makeup to go out in the world. You know? Yeah, I personally like just do what you want. But, like, you know, build up that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep trying to build up that confidence, and one day, like, you won't have to put it on. Yeah, that's true. But, like, but, but also, I feel bad because a lot of guys will be like, oh, that chick's ugly, mm-hmm. like, stuff like that, and that's just, like, a stigma. So, like, right, yeah. part of me gets it. No, I understand why they do it. Yeah. But I, I just wish that we ha- lived in a culture where that wasn't, it didn't feel like a necessity. Because girls of things like porn and stuff like that, where yeah. you see these picture-perfect girls, yep. and we're like, okay, so that's what a girl should look like. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's not. Right. Yeah, that's... People care so much about, like, like body and stuff. Like, oh, how big are her boobs? Like, how big is his penis? Like, it's just, it's just not realistic. Like, when you get married... Like, three. Take it or leave it, all right? <laughs> I and love then, those ones where it's like where it's like uh, it's like this calculator is six inches six inches is too big uh-huh. three and a half inches would be just right uh, <laughs> it's like don't you think don't you think don't you think two oh two is small what <laughs> or he's like two is like he's like he's like I went out in the cold and it was freezing I only lasted I only lasted 15 seconds but 15 seconds is just enough isn't it <laughs> I think it's much more like attractive when like someone works for something like especially on like Let's say their body, like, like, let's say you want, like, bigger legs, mm-hmm. and you go to the gym and do squats, and you do, like, a full workout. Like, that takes discipline oh, and yeah, hard yeah. work. Oh, yeah, That's different. Yeah, yeah. For That's sure. way more attractive yeah. than you just walking around with, oh, like, obviously you're tall, but, like, tall guys are pro- probably more, like, preferable to a lot of girls. Yeah. But, like, if you work for something, to me, that's, like, way more attractive. Definitely. Because it shows 100%. that you have discipline and that you know yeah. how to get stuff done. But then, it's so it's so messed up because, uh, the, the the people that like do go to the gym and like try to better themselves, they're seen as like oh you know body shaming and stuff yeah. like like why are you telling people to work out? Why are you encouraging people to work out? It's like you just accept everyone for the way that they are. But like sometimes, I don't know. I don't know how to say this without getting canceled. But like sometimes, like it's okay to want to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. There's a difference between criticizing someone for like literally things they can't control. But like if you're just sitting on your ass, like not doing anything, being you lazy, know, letting your hygiene go, letting your weight go. Exactly. Like that, and then that's they give you, on you. And then they give you depression pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. And big yeah. pharma loves you sitting on your ass, yep. getting fat 
and then losing losing drive, losing yep. all of this stuff. Like, your testosterone about drive, dude. Your testosterone goes down. Oh, here here's a depression pill that yeah. we're gonna make you subscribe to, dude. Come see me every three months for there, a checkup. Pay me, give me more money. Maybe like let's hope you won't shoot up like a random school or like do something bad. Yeah, it's like, dude, that's true. Dude, there is a school. I mean, there is a gym five minutes away. Like, yeah, walk in there. And a lot of people will tell me like I'm scared to go to the gym because I like I have a feeling like I'll look like a fool. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, I don't even want to hear it because if you're gonna carry that attitude with you for like the rest of your life, then like what are you doing? Well, the reality is no one's sitting in there being. Ju- if you're in the gym working out, let's say you're like really overweight because of diet choices throughout your life, and then you decide to go to the gym, no one's looking at you being like, oh look at this fat guy. It's because it's a battle to no, go yeah. in there. People are gonna be like, look at this guy. Yeah, this yeah. guy is dedicated. He's coming to the gym. He doesn't care what anyone thinks he looks like or, or you know, his maybe his form is not good the first few times he lifts. But, like, he's he's determined. That's what people are saying. Mm-hmm. No one, like, because pe- people that are in the gym have the same mindset, like right? Like, you're so used to going in the world and, like, people judging you. That just doesn't happen. You're just trying to improve yourself. Yeah. And, like, any little bit helps. But, like, when you have, like, the body positivity movement where it's like, oh, it's okay to, it's okay to be obese. It's like, no, it's not okay to be obese. Yeah. If you have, I get it. If you have, if you have like a health problem that like you literally can't control it, but like there are a lot of people out there that can control it. Most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they make excuses like that argument. It's like, oh, I'm just like this. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen when you turn 40, that heart's going to expire. And you know, you never know what can happen after that. Yeah. And your family's going to have to pay for you not being healthy, like a funeral or something like that. And then what they're trying to do now, socialized medicine. Yep. Get all these people in the California is doing that. Create a demand for it. And then there you go. Yeah. Then there's going to, there's, there has to be socialized medicine because everyone has a health problem. Yep. It's like great. But the people who go to the gym and the people who put in the work, I feel like it's they're like like you're just an asshole like why are you going to the gym are you like a douchebag <laughs> like why is the gym your only personality it's like why is partying your only personality like all i see you post on your feed is you holding a, a vodka bottle mm-hmm. it's like but i'm being scrutinized for mm-hmm. posting what i like and right. me bettering myself yeah it's like come on dude look in the mirror yeah that's so true valid take a look at me and tell me what you see <laughs> yeah dude partying for sure is like i mean it's fine if you like to go to a party every once in a while and like have fun but like some people like they live for going to parties yeah, getting blackout yeah. drunk forgetting it the next day i don't know what that like i don't know what that's like but i know like i obviously have like some pretty close friends that like party but like yeah. but it's not like their personality yeah right no no, yeah. no. but like it's sad because for a lot of people, I feel like it's kind of on the DL, but a lot of people, a lot of people that drink that much at parties and stuff, like they actually have some like real demons. They got some battles and that's how they, that's how they cope. And it, and that's what starts the addiction, dude. Yeah. Like my grandpa, so I have a step grandpa right now. He's, he's still alive. He's like 76, but my real grandpa died when he was 54 due to heart problems and liver problems because 
he would drink alcohol. So, like, when I see, like, someone that's on the internet that's, like, abusing alcohol. I'm so like, will do it. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's so selfish. Yeah, for sure. Because your addiction is affecting your family members, people yeah. you work with. And, like, my uncle was like that. Like, he was an all-American track star that went to U of A, University of Arizona, and ha- has, like, the record for 200 meters there. But, like, once he got out, the alcohol just kept, kept going and going and going. And that's, it's just sad to see. Yeah. And you never want to see it. Right. It's so. sad, bro. What? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just like listening. Chase is a fiend for that vodka. No, I mean, I, I, I like, I mean, I was trying to tell you what happened last weekend, but like, I, I just, I blacked out just like every every weekend before that. Shut so up! I don't even know what to, what to say. Yeah, well, and alcohol is just so deteriorating, like mentally too. Aside from you know destroying your liver, like it just it puts you, it puts you in a bad spot for sure. And the abuse that comes with it. Yeah. Your mood swings. Brings out the worst in everyone. Drunk driving. Mm-hmm. Drunk driving's huge. Yeah. yeah. Happens way more often than Have you seen this? Big problem. Have you seen the stats on, like, not even just drunk driving, but, like, distracted driving? How many people die every year from that? It's crazy. It's insane, especially young people, like teens. It's, it's like, it's like, I think it's, it, it is the number one killer of yeah, teens, gonna, is, is probably, distracted yeah. driving. It's people car like, accidents. That's, like, absolutely nuts. And, like, I catch myself, too. Like, I'll get at a red light or whatever, and I'll just be, like, checking my phone. But, like, I'll be it's, distracted. It's a habit, dude. It's so bad. You just gotta, like... <sighs> so bad. Well, and the other problem is that now, because no one wants to listen to the radio, right? It's, like, everyone just plugging their phone to listen to music. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, then your phone is right there with you. So you're always tempted. Like, it's not as easy to just put your phone in the back seat or, like, turn it off. Because then you can't listen to your music. But look at us here. We're having a real conversation... My phone has gone off four times. Yeah. And have I looked to pick it up once? Nope. No. Real conversations with real people. Yeah. Like, guys, let's let's get with it. Well, especially when you're driving. <laughs> like, you, you should be paying attention to the road. <laughs> yeah. How are you <laughs> that? Yeah. Is, is like, like, where dude, you going? You're doing 60 miles an hour. Yeah, and I, I'm honestly, like, I'm going to be completely straight up. Like, I've caught myself more than a few times, like, checking my phone and then realizing oh i have to break because i'm about to i'm about to freaking you know you know fender bender here with this person in front of me yeah so it's like it's bad it's bad that's why i just wish we didn't have I mean, that's why i got that stick shift so i don't even i can't even look at my phone if i wanted to oh that's true yeah you always I gotta be yeah. you don't have the hand to do it well, unless i'm just not trying to like have any hands on the stairing though but... use your knee <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> works might as well man yeah. Do what's good for you. Do what's good. Do whatever you want, man. Hey, your life. Live You're it. enjoying it right yeah. now. I mean, speaking about driving, I've got a few questions to ask Mr. Panko over here. Oh, uh, a little F1 action. So were you an F1 fan before you even went to Austin? or I dabbled into or it. Or is it a little Max Verstappen bandwagon? No, 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 no. I dabbled into F1 like like I'd say probably like eight months before I went to Austin because my dad was watching Drive to Survive mm-hmm. which is that popular Netflix series mm-hmm. and it's it's a really good series now obviously there's like a lot of problems with it yeah and like all the drama that goes on but that stuff's intriguing mm-hmm. 
So, like, that's what kind of got me into it. And, like, obviously, like, football, basketball, like, those are, like, the main sports I watch yeah. in baseball. But I got into F1 because it's something different, and it's a, it's something that I want to get into, which is, like, auto sports. And, like, you know, the different types of cars and the drivers and what they have to do to win, like, these races. And, like, it's crazy. So, but when I say when I got to Austin, that's when it, like, really kicked off. I was like, dude, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I was sitting at pole one, mm-hmm. which was, was, like, crazy. Like, it was the coolest thing that's probably ever happened in my life. That's nuts. The yeah, because... coolest thing. was... I mean, it, it was... I wish we could like like we could show them how loud it was when Max was Verstappen tr- crossed the line to get first <laughs> Dude, to qualifying. Remember that because Lewis, because Lewis set that lap right and it looked I didn't like go it was to qualifying. What? Are you serious? We couldn't get in. Dude, you're lying. We couldn't no get in the way. Did you, your dad is in the qualifying. Was the most insane that was the, thing ever. That was like the thing we were looking forward to the most was qualifying. Why couldn't you get in? Because Coda, so like Circuit of Americas which is the racetrack that they were at, there is a main road. It's one road. There's a main road, and it goes into, like, a couple different entry mm-hmm. points, Dakotas. We didn't have a car there, so we were Ubering. Dude, you got to go. We we are, we would get there in, like, an hours before things would start. That was our plan, but literally every Uber was booked. They're all going there. Yeah. It was crazy. And, like, I was, like... Did you rent a car? Yeah, we had a car. But like it would start That's at nine and we leave at six o'clock. Get there two hours before. Not even because I mean, so for, on that weekend it wasn't like it was only F one going on. They had like Formula Three, like a, a bunch of subdivisions. Like yeah, it's like imagine watching going to NBA game and have G League and then like okay yeah, it's and, like uh, something play before that yeah. yeah. So they have different spec Formula cars that were there. So like the first one would maybe start at like seven o'clock, right? But we would get there two hours before even that would start. Like, so, like, just to get spots, but, I mean, it was, I mean, to put perspective, there was, like, all, there were so many people there that all of Sacramento could have went to Austin and there would not even have been, like, there were still more people than everyone in Sacramento. It, it was, it was that big of an event. It was, I think, the most watched and attended event it broke records for like in the history really? of, of a bunch talk of about Austin, man. Austin is a culture shock. Really, it is because I mean, actually, Austin is a lot like Sac. Austin is a it's a lot like Sac because it's not like it's not like Fort Worth, like these conservative areas. Oh yeah, it's it's like the most liberal part of Texas. Austin is the sure. most liberal part of yeah. Texas. I mean, it was fun and cool. Like you can definitely see a glimpse of like drug abuse, gang violence, stuff like that. But it was just, it was such a fun weekend, dude. Yeah, so like, awesome. I mean, it, it started, I knew this was going to be something you'll never forget when we're in the Sacramento airport and every single person on my plane has a Ferrari hat yep. on, a Mercedes hat on. I'm like, dude, we're not, like five hours away from Texas and everyone on this plane is literally going for the race, right? That was yeah. the Denver, all right? That wasn't oh, even you, Austin. you had to stop we're, in we're, Denver? Yeah, we, were, we had two flights, one to Denver. Everyone on the flight to Denver from Sacramento had, like, I mean, you're like, oh, everyone, five people. Like, every single person in the seat, Dude, all bro. 100 people on the plane had a hat on, or some sort of racing team, right? And then we get to Denver. Everyone in the airport, like, you walk around. You could not, you could not look and not see a person with a hat on any part of the airport. I'm like, this is insane. Like, I was not expecting this because – 
America is the least popular for F1. Yeah, right. Because this is a European uh-huh, thing. Yeah. European based. But Drive to Survive, like, for example, I think there'd maybe be 80,000 people that would attend the U.S. Grand Prix on a normal on a normal year. But after Drive to Survive dropped, now there's over 400,000 well, people. And it was, just the, it was just it, the that, first event back. And, oh, yeah, it, was, it was the first event back. So that was a big thing, but like the drive to survive part of it, I mean, we have like you know, for example, Billy, someone who has no interest in racing at all, but he's he still enjoyed the the net the series. Like it was enough to make someone like him enjoy and I have an interest in the sport now, right? Yeah. So it's like it, the drive to survive part did them. I mean that they were not expecting that to happen. That was there just for like big time fans, but now it, it turned into being like something anyone everyone liked. Yeah. But yeah, so like that's how the weekend started was like this the plane and like and it was and seeing that and I was like, This is ridiculous. Like I tried to take videos of it just to like show people that I was not joking. Like everyone had a hat on. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a shirt on. And then we get in in the airport, just banners of these cars, banners of the race cars, banners of the drivers, like in the airport. I'm like, what the heck? I mean like Huh. And like they have TVs playing highlights of it, like showing statistics of the cars and like all this stuff, and just the airport, dude. Like we're, there was we're airport, in Denver. We're not even in Austin, Texas yet. There was and they have problems. banners of they're advertising it. Really? Like, yes, it was like the most insane thing ever. So we get to Austin, obviously even even more. Everyone's got their their stuff on, and you have to buy these these wristbands, and you can't take them off. So, and you need it on for everything. So you had to put on like the first day, it was a, it was Friday, was practice. Then Saturday was qualifying and then Sunday was the race. You had to have your own bracelet on. You could not walk, I mean, everyone walking by had the same pink bracelet on. And like, you're like, well, they're going, they're going to be at the racetrack tomorrow too, right? Like it was like the weirdest thing. Oh, so you thing. put on before you got there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like when you got there, like okay. I'm in my plane run. I, I was like, all right, let's see how many people I can see. The guy sitting next to me has the same wristband on the guy sitting on the, across everyone has the same wristband on like in the aisles and like so Dang. it was like you knew everyone there wasn't didn't just have because i was thinking to i was like well these people have hats on maybe like they're in town but they're not necessarily going to the race right but all those people had wristbands on too so i was like this is gonna be the one of the biggest things ever and yeah the whole city like i mean and there's only you can find a lot of like sports cars and stuff in the city i know it's not going but there was McLarens, Ferraris, just lined up and down the streets. Everyone, celebrities parked. too, right? Like uh-huh. he, they had Everyone. like didn't I Travis mean, Scott perform it? Like the there was I, I know I videotaped Shaq, Megan Thee Stallion, just those two. They were right in front of me at because they let all the celebrities like, in the pole positions, and they were just walking around taking pictures, and That's it was crazy. crazy. But like with the airport then, thing, there was problems with like. Yeah, there was there was problems getting onto planes because every plane was booked. Mm-hmm. So like the Austin Austin airport, we had to get the first plane out or else we weren't gonna make it, because everyone was leaving town and we could see all the private jets. Yes, that was so oh, cool, dude. Nuts. That was the sickest part. Was like hundreds of these private jets lined up ready to go. Yep, and I was like, this is crazy. Like. For, like, the teams, the drivers, I mean, people that are just want to be there for the race. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm driving in in our rental car, and everyone else that's driving in has a Ferrari. Everyone else that has a, some sort of McLaren that's next to us. And I was like, dude, I, like, and that was, like, normal. No one, like, 
even looked at the Ferraris, these $400,000 Ferraris are next to you because everyone has one. And you feel like just that. Like, that you feel, was like it feel it felt weird. It was like Monterey for the car show. Yeah. So we went down there for the car show and we stayed there for about a week, and Carmel, which is like a, a city, it's like mm. a little town. Yeah. The streets were littered with supercars. Mm-hmm. Every like I want to say like eight out of ten cars were supercars. And I'm not even counting. What? I'm not. No, it was like, dude, like. I'm not even counting was, like your Mercedes. He's not lying. He's like, yeah, we're not saying oh, like a cool BMW. Like we're talking like the most exotic cars that yeah. like. Where do they they drive them? And they're, no, they ship them. And they're yeah, uh, and they're literally just on the side of the road. Like they're not even like, there's they're just all there. Like none of them you would think like oh like why would you park there? But because every single car is a half million dollar car, they just park it right there. Like. Because it's surrounded by a bunch of other ones. They'll right? load they'll load them up to a truck or they'll ship them out. They'll arrive there and then they're ready to go. Jeez. Dude, yeah, I gotta find. Bad. I know F one posted something about their just some of the celebrities that are there. I know the Paul brothers were there. Look at Chase man on his phone. Did you see? Did you see the Paul brothers? I didn't see them. You he definitely must have seen them because they were. I over saw. Where he uh, was. What's his uh popular car? Uh, Adam. No, 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 no. Who's the guy who lives in Utah? Uh, I have no idea. I saw him and I took a video of him and I was like, "Dude, this guy's here right now!" Like, no way. Was B Dave there? No, <laughs> but I mean, every single influencer, every single person you could have thought of was was there. Yeah, Shaq was there. Megan The Stallion was there. Jeez, and who, per, who performed? Like, wasn't there like concerts Shaq and performed. stuff? There was a concerts every night of like. Big you go? That's yeah. why it was a problem getting in the codas and getting out. Because what they would do is, is they would have like the race, whatever was going on that day, and then the concert would concert would roll in at night. Yeah. And cars oh, were trying yeah, to get yeah, in yeah, for yeah. the concerts, and the people who were leaving F one. So people could go to the concert that weren't at the. So race. you could pay a ticket for just the concert, but everyone that bought F one tickets automatically got into the concert. So you have people okay. trying, still trying to come in, at like seven o'clock when this concert's starting. But most and of the F1 like, people didn't go because it's yeah. when it's you're when you're uh-huh. at Kodos, it's hot. Yeah. You, like you want to get home at the end of the day. Uh-huh. Like yeah. and if you don't, saying like you're a freak. <laughs> it's just a long day. You're sitting in bleachers. There's no. There's usually no shade. Are the seats pretty uncomfortable? Or is yeah. It so like- unless you're in like the padded club, which like the padded club is like it's top like the line. People. It's yeah. like it's like sitting in like your own little section at a basketball game. Okay. So yeah. let me just. These are the people that F one posted. So these are probably like the some of the biggest ones. But I mean, there were so many more. Ben Stiller, uh, Ma- Megan Thee Stallion. Do you know Winnie Harlow? I don't know who that is. Um, I don't know. Probably not. There's this Burna boy. He's like a singer. Billy Joel. Dude. James, uh, Marsden. I don't know who that is. And then Leia, they posted Logan Paul. It's just crazy. It's just like, yeah, and I a mean, lot like, of these look people. At this, so I'll sh- I mean, I wish I could show, but that, like, how many people are just in this one stand? Dude, that that, but it was like that everywhere. So this is like where Joey was would be like right here, right? You were like somewhere over here. Yeah, yeah, we were pull one. And I mean, look at that. That's after the race. Everyone on the track. Oh my gosh. And like these are just like. So how'd you get that picture where there was like the track was empty? <laughs> That's so I, I read on the track. The second the race is over, I jumped the fence. I got on the. Oh, track. you guys did track walk, huh? You I, guys, I, I you hopped the fence because I was like, 
I was there and I saw some guy do it. And I looked at my dad. I was like, "Should we do it?" Because he he looked at me. He's like, "Should we do it?" I was like, "Well, there's nothing else that we could see. So if we get kicked out, like we're not missing, to... we're not gonna miss out on anything, right?" Yeah. So I was like, "We'll we'll just, we'll just hop the fence. Let's do it." So then we did it, and we were there for an hour and a half before we got kicked off because there were so many people there, dude. You're, yeah. Well, you're. I remember. I'm trying to find your post. It was like you were the only one there. Yeah, I was that. What we took that picture the second we got on the track. Oh, okay, well, I guess there are people in the background, uh-huh. but, like, it's pretty empty. Like, yeah. that picture you just showed from F1, uh-huh. the whole thing is flooded, but yeah. this is just, like, you on the track. Uh-huh. That's but, pretty sick. Um, the, Back to that qualifying that I will, oh, my gosh, I wish you were there. I, so, the turn one is, like, the place everyone wants to be, because that's where you, that's where they cross the line, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's, like, when it's someone who's ever first, that's where they go and park their car after, like, the top three finishers for the qualifying so lewis is in the lead it looks like it's gonna be it looks like he's gonna have it yeah and everyone there is was big red bull it was definitely like a red bull uh fans are more like it's definitely depending on where you go like if you're in germany they're gonna have, have a lot of mercedes fans and then other places you're gonna have more red bull austin was heavily red bull there was not a whole lot well, of, because the demographic in texas is it's a lot of like latino uh-huh. and sergio perez is a mexican there oh, is, yeah, is yeah. the only mexican driver he, he drives for red bull and he's from mexico so red bull has a lot of a lot of that demographic tuning in mm-hmm. to see their races okay so, makes sense austin was littered with red bull yeah it was That's it was sick. just red bull everywhere and yeah it was funny to see all the mexicans it was just so many mexicans because this is like the first time a mexican driver has ever been in a good car so like the Mexican fan base is like just exploded because they all like are really oh, yeah, sure. for their driver, right? Yeah. But so we're there. Lewis looks like Lewis has got it, and the whole time, it's been back and forth, like because they have the practices, right? And practices don't necessarily like you can't really see who has the faster car in practice, but you can kind of get a glimpse at like what teams seem stronger on that track based off like their, on the their times and stuff. Yeah, yeah, based on like how fast they're hitting their corners and stuff, and it kind of looks like it's it's favoring mercedes but it was supposed to be a red bull track so you're like crap like this is not ideal if you're a red bull fan yeah and then qualifying happens and then, yeah the mercedes guys are just they're they're beating their the red bull like throughout all their sectors and everything and it eventually comes down to this max like kind of stole the lap from it lewis. was that pit but then but then lewis came in and then did an even faster lap and there's like 10 seconds left and you're like crap, dude. But your the laps will count as long as you start the the lap before the timer comes out. So let let's say you start your lap, and then the timer ends five seconds. Well, they'll still count that lap since you started the lap with time left. Okay. okay. So Max starts the lap. It's the last lap. This is his last chance. His very last chance. I think he has a slow first sector, right? Or he either hit purple all in all of them, which is like the fastest. Or he had a he had a bad first one. Who had the fastest lap that day? It was Max. Was it Max? But but what happened was it was he had I think he had a slow first one so he was behind and and there's three sectors on the track. Yeah. He's slow and I was like oh it doesn't look like he's gonna get it. Then he sets a purple which is like he he doesn't just beat Lewis but he sets the fastest of that whole entire session mm-hmm. which is like a big deal. And then he's coming around. This was like a movie, dude. It starts raining. In the and because you know the the Austin weather, it's oh, yeah, it's Texas, like it's yeah. changing right. So this whole time they've had a perfectly nice warm track. It starts raining on the last two corners. They're like oh well, that's it. He's not going to be able to be as fast because it's going to be a slippery track. 
And his tires. And his tires are not for the rain. Yeah, yeah. And it's raining, and then he comes around. You're watching it from the hill because you're on a hill. You see these sparks just flying on the cars because it's like the there's so much downforce on them that it pushes the bottom of the car to the ground. Like, that's how much downforce these cars have. Um, and he's, like, scraping on the last two corners, and I'm like, no way. He comes around, crosses the line, the board, then his name shoots all the it way up to the board to crazy. first. Crazy. Like, you could, I mean, I wish, I don't, there's no way to explain 400,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs. But, like, I, you know how he was making fun of those guys for plugging their ears, like, when the sound yeah, line was yeah. like, oh, you're a bitch. I literally had to do that, and I've never done that in my life before. It was the loudest thing ever. People were just, like, going nuts. People were shaking their drinks. Everybody were just, like, dumping their water over the place. Like, just flipping That's out. So the people cool. who were, like, going to watch this would be like, what are these dudes talking about? Uh, <laughs> and, like, it was the most, no. like, cars. Uh, like, okay. And, like, over over that. And it was, like, the, it was, like, I don't know. It was so loud. Like That's awesome. And, like, people were just going nuts. Yeah. And, yeah, I had to sit there at turn one the whole entire day. Because the qualifying was the very last thing I did. But I had to sit there the whole entire day because that's where everyone wanted to be. So 400,000 people were fighting for mm. a spot that can only hold 10,000 people. On like people. a hill. On like this, uh, on a hill, yeah. This little spot on a hill. And it was like just the coolest thing ever. And then the race was like even more intense because, I mean, I don't want to like, I could give a whole 30 minute debrief on this race. But like basically, but like long story short, it was just like super close the whole way and like it, i mean it, it all came down to the last lap really it was it was wow. like it was anyone's normally throughout that season it was kind of like one team had a faster package yeah, so they would knew. just kind of disappear yeah. you already knew who would win there's this, nothing like that environment like uh-huh. being around that but that whole time that it was like they had even cars so they were just they were battling the whole time and then like their strategies were like extremely different which is yeah. pretty uncommon normally they, they kind of run the same strategy with like when they do pit stops but they both took like exact different, like the opposite approach to it. Mm. So that was like really cool to see too. But yeah, then like the whole everything there is just like just the quality of it. Like it's it's really a whole event. Like I mean, just the the things they do like before the race where they have they brought like the military that the, all the carriers and stuff like flew over. That's awesome. The Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders uh-huh. were there. They were there. Dope. They're better than the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Um, go Niners but just everything like there is, is like such an event and it's like so cool to see and they do like they had a uh, Daniel Ricardo which is one of their drivers drive around in like a in a NASCAR like an old NASCAR have them drive it around the track and like do donuts in it and stuff like that was pretty cool um, and like just to see the like this is like something I think everyone needs to see in real life is how fast like these cars can go around a, a corner like, yeah. I mean, it looks, I mean, you can kind of see how fast it is on TV, but you only know that it's fast on TV because, like, you've maybe, like, raced a car yourself and you know. But really, anyone that, like, you could show a video of a car in F1 cornering at 150 miles an hour and it doesn't really look that fast. Like, I mean, you can kind of see it's moving on TV, but you're like, yeah. it doesn't look that hard. You're like, oh. when you're there, it's. But then when you're there in real life and see an object moving through space that quick. Well, it's and, the same with the go-karts. the Gs right? that they face, dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're pulling like six, almost almost seven Gs yeah, every single time they turn. Strong neck, just... Yeah. Like, Couldn't do it. No way. I mean, it's like, it's as much as a fighter jet. I don't, I don't think I'd fit in the car either. That's the no, other thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's no you way. gotta be like, 
like, like the tallest six, is nine. like six foot. Yeah. yeah. That's the tallest you can be. They uh, probably have a, you know, they, they have a, a height restriction on being a flight attendant for like commercial planes. Oh, yeah. I bet. You can't, you, 5'11 is the max. Is it really? Yeah. Like that, they do that the same with like uh, aviation and like yeah, flying, like pilot stuff, flying like jets and stuff like that, like aircraft. Yeah. Like right now, it's it's a little more like less restricted because like the military is trying to get more pilots. But like back then, it, there was like a certain amount of rules, and if you like, especially with eyesight. Oh yeah, you like, gotta have. Like, my dad got accepted in a flight school in Alabama, but when he did, when he took his flight physical. They learned that his eyes were messed up. But now mm. they can get LASIK and they can get it fixed. They can wear contacts, they can wear glasses. But as a pilot back then, you couldn't. Hmm. Yeah, so well, restrictions are commer- way com- Which is interesting because commercial pilot, you can be... There's no restriction because my cousin, he flies for American. Because well, those six, cockpits six, 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 are seven. huge. Those cockpits Yeah, that's true. Huge. That's true. A lot yeah. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, it was just crazy. I was like, dude, this is something everyone needs to see just to like... Just get a glimpse of like how like crazy it is for... Just to, like to be able to engineer something, that can yeah. even do that. Like, how do you create like something that can just like do that? Like, that's such a because those such people, an engineering those people got off their asses and did something with their like, life. Like that is that's such why. an like an engineering like, just like and you know, know what and, like, like that is yeah. insane how you, how people can create that. Then let alone how there's a human on like on there's humans on Earth that can control it and like pilot that. Yeah, and like are the ones that can like. I can't even imagine being in a car going, like, 200-plus miles an hour. Yeah. You know what? If you don't like it, like, it's fine. But, like, just let someone appreciate it. Like, you don't have to knock someone for yeah. being a fan of something that you don't know of. That's how I feel about baseball. Because, like, I'm a, really? huge, I'm a huge Dodgers fan. But, like, oh, everyone's yeah. always like, oh, yo, baseball sucks. Like, why do you watch baseball? Like, yeah, it might be it might be more boring than, like, football. But I don't. I don't watch baseball. Anything besides I'm, I'm just. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a sucker for classic and nostalgia stuff. That's yeah, just, baseball. So. Baseball is like it's just a classic and like. Yeah. And honestly, big moments in baseball are big. Are big. Yes. <laughs> like, like they it, are. Big. It'll it'll be like a like a like a no run game through like six innings and then all of a sudden someone will just hit one deep and like the whole stadium will just erupt. Like I know you're gonna hate me for this, but like we'll, we're all gonna remember like. What Jose Altuve did to Aroldis Chapman, and like that game where he hit that walk off home run, but yeah. they were cheating. They were, and then they go on and to play the Dodgers, and then you know what happens after that. No, oh but, like, yeah, you're right, you're right. You'll yeah, remember those moments for like ever. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna remember like the Super Bowl from like 2015 unless yeah. it was like your team. Right. Yeah. Well, especially with the NFL because they they want higher scoring games. So they, they even, like, go so far as to change, like, the defensive rules. They put restrictions rules. on the defense. Right, yeah. yeah. So it's just an so offensive score. player's game. And the same with the NBA. But, like, you know, the NBA is... NBA bas- is just soft. Yeah, well, basketball as a whole, obviously you're scoring, like, a bunch. But you're not going to... You're not going to... Unless it's, like, a tie game. Yeah. You're not going to be like, dude, oh, my gosh, Curry hit that 1-3 with four minutes to go in the third quarter, like... You know, mm. like, but college games. College games college are college games are different. NCAA is better than NBA. Like March Madness, is like I oh, yeah. look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So like, I. I can't wait. I, I, I say the same about football. I think the NCAA is better than the NFL. I the, prefer to the, watch college football. The than... only thing is that the skill set these yeah. NFL players like have is just insane. Tom Brady. Like you'll have you'll have linemen running four eights. 
and they're yeah. over 300 pounds Huge and dudes. six foot seven. Yeah. If, <laughs> if one of those guys charged at me, dude, <laughs> like, I'd, what are you I'd piss do? my pants. I'd be like, nope. But like in college, like you're trying to get to the NFL. So like yeah. every single play, you're going 100%. Yeah, because you true. have something to prove, and also you're not getting paid, which they're now they're getting paid a little bit. They shouldn't be getting paid at all, especially because most. That's of them my opinion, dude. Most of them are there on scholarship. They're already getting free college, like, and they're getting paid on the side. They're getting because yeah. you, you see like these top recruited prospects on like ESPN, like I know Mikey Williams because he's one of them. Like he'll see like he'll say like oh I'm from the streets like I'm making it out like the hood but then I'll post pictures of him like a brand new challenger and yeah. like diamonds like on his neck with like like clothes that you know are over a grand with yeah. shoes it's right. like dude you're not dude get out of here you're getting money from all these colleges and they're like oh come over here like we'll see what you can do so yeah like, that's true that's true but I get it for like the like less like known players yeah, or like, yeah, or if you don't have a scholarship or whatever. But like, they're on a scholarship. They're not paying for college. Not all of them. They're getting a like some of them get a full scholarship. Some of them are walk-ons though. Yeah, like the walk-ons obviously have to pay for their like schooling, but then they can get offered a full scholarship. Yeah, like once later yeah. in the season for sure. So yeah, I don't know because then I feel like it's just it's just incentive based. Like, you're not going out there to please, like, your school. You're going out to, like, to please some, like, yeah, top executive at Nike who's yeah. like, oh, if this guy wins, like, our right. brand is going to shoot up. Well, you're in college. Why are you getting paid? For, like, what's next? High school sports? If you had asked someone 20 years ago, college sport, told, told them college sports getting paid, they'd be like, what? That's insane. So now it might seem insane that high school players get paid. But can you imagine just, just a yeah. Delaro player, like, getting paid money to and play it's basketball just like, cause, or whatever? Because, like, IMG is, like the same oh, way because yeah. what happens when you start paying these kids like they're gonna want those kids go are to... paid i bet they i mean yeah obviously they're paid they have to be paid they're pay... they're playing for the top high school i thought it was well because i know that if you just go there it's like thousands i'm talking about like the top prospects the top oh, prospects yeah. at img are getting paid on the side 100 percent yeah well and then they get deals from like under armor like all sponsors. Under, yeah. yeah so like as a as a like a high school athlete who wants to go to college and you want to get paid, you're going to want to go to that top school. So then all the top schools in the nation, they're going to have the best teams every year. Yeah. Team, team. It's, well, it's the same with professional sports, right? Biggest yeah. markets get all the best players. Like the big market teams usually have the best teams. Yeah. So all that, all that does is, is make it just less competitive. And, and then it's, it's just all about money. It's just the sucks. same. It's just the same schools going up against each other, which can be fun. Like, Everyone, everyone loves like when there's a rivalry. Like yeah, but I'm tired of seeing Alabama and Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. Like Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. Just it's cr- yeah. I don't. I don't want to see it. So, but should we wrap it up, Chase? Yeah. Joey, thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks, guys. I feel like we could have talked longer about so many different things. I've been feeling that lately. I feel like every guest in this season, like we could be talking here for like five hours that's about. what happens when you sit down and talk with people yeah know? and it's good stuff we've, been, we've had good guests i mean we've, got we've some, had we've had good guests some good guests lined up already we got some good guests yeah we got we got good ones coming on really yeah yeah it'll be, it'll be good um potential uh sponsorship too opportunity we might have you guys might see us on uh some mma on some mma, MMA type material. stuff uh we don't want to say too much about it because nothing's been confirmed yet yeah 
But, it's, on, uh, it's on the DL. Well, this this episode is going to be released the same day, so tonight it'll be out. Okay. Uh, and that means we got a merch drop on Friday. So, new merch coming coming your guys' way. You guys are going to like this merch? Yeah, this one's actually pretty pretty. A lot of event people aren't asking me to have my face on it, so, I mean, you're going to get a little bit of that. We got well, Chase on there. We got me on it, so, uh, <laughs> always repping. Always mm-hmm. repping. Uh, so, that, that's all. Look. Honestly, that's all we got. Joey, where can people find you? Uh, Unless, just, you know, you don't want to plug yourself. You know, if you're scrolling on TikTok, I might be on your For You page once. <laughs> He's been on my For You page many times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, I think my socials are, like, Joseph Panko on Instagram. And then from there. Plug just... the snap for the girls. <sighs> then OnlyFans for the guys. <laughs> I don't even know my snap names. <clears throat> it's crazy. You guys don't need to know. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll leave that yeah, one out. We'll, yeah. Too personal. We'll put the, we'll put the Instagram and the TikTok out there for all the all, all the all the gym bros out there who are trying to get gains. All the gym guys hit me up. You can cop Joey's NFTs at cryptopunks.com. Uh, <laughs> if, if you cop my NFT, you will have a personal workout session. Yeah. Ah, see, you can start selling those. those. <laughs> all right, for sure. Well, that's all we got for this week. I'm Rose Ethan, and I'm Rose Chase. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave a five-star review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can email Chase and Ethan at thethinktankcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thinktank.pod or on TikTok at thinktankpodcast. The music of Think Tank Podcast is recorded and produced by Corbin Finn.